Alright, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. Say what's up, Karen. What's up, everybody? And we're here with, every time I say that, I feel like an abusive spouse. Like, say say what's up to the people. <laughs> you better speak to me. <laughs> She'll have the steak and uh, the salad for the little lady. Um. Anyway, um, let's just get right into it. This podcast is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be more like my blog, which you can find at uh, www.theblackguywhotips.blogspot.com. Uh, check us out on there. So, first thing is, um, I've been noticing on TV the Haitians that they're showing in this uh, terrible earthquake disaster that they had. They've been covering them a lot like the prawns in District 9. Those aliens. <laughs> Like, like they came from another planet. Yeah, like it's yeah they cover them like they're not even humans or something. It's weird. Just it, it, it's I don't know. It's very similar to the District Nine thing, and I don't know. It's just freaking me out. Um, all right, next topic. Uh, did you see on Twitter where I got into it with that girl, Sister Toja? Sister Toja, no, no, I missed that one. Keep well, it was like a week ago, maybe two weeks ago now, but. I've just been thinking about it. Um, she tweets a lot about how black men are messed up and always all the negative stuff about black men all the time. And then she wonders why she's not in a relationship. And she's supposed to be like some sort of uh, expert on sexual, like difference between the sexes. Okay. When it comes to black people, and I just kind of told her like her tweets remind me a lot of. Black Sports Online, uh, Rob, Robert Latow. It, it, it reminds me of his tweets because sometimes he talks about no hoes and <laughs> girls in the club. And it's like, you know, y'all, y'all are concentrating on the worst of the batch. Yes. And y'all getting hung up on it. So I, I just told her that. And um, she just overreacted, started making up a bunch of stuff I never said, talking about I don't read her blog. And. I keep talking about I accuse her of being a bitter black woman or some shit like that. And it's just funny to me because she went out of her way to prove that she was a stereotype bitter black woman. Like she like she was a bitter black woman by not by stereotype but by definition. Was, and people were just like uh privately messaging me. I'm not gonna say any names, but they were all like, man, this girl is tripping. Um, I'm following her because she got some big old titties. And, like, <laughs> just like a bunch of weird shit. Like, she she was, she it was just out of control that she overreacted so badly. And she said on there, like, I'm not on here to make friends. And I said, I'm not saying you're on here to make friends, but we're on here to make connections. Yes, we are. Whether you believe it or not, you know, right. you wouldn't. If it was if it was that way, you wouldn't follow anybody on Twitter, or you would post nothing but links to your blogs or your radio spots, or like you communicate your personal thoughts on the internet so that other people can either relate to them or yeah. respond to them. Yeah. So it's kind of fake when people get on the internet like Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, and they pretend like, yeah, man, you know, I'm just on here to promote my business. Meanwhile, they're telling you stuff like. I'm at the grocery store. I need to put some new music on my. 
I'm crying because <laughs> all these love songs making me sad. Oh. Yeah, so anyway, fuck that bitch. Um, next thing, you heard about this dude Moose Lewis and his all American basketball alliance. Oh, we're talking about uh, the uh, all-white uh, alliance? Yeah, he wants an all-white team. Yeah, me and you was talking about that the other day. Yeah, we listened to an interview on uh, Bomani Jones uh, t- uh, radio show. It comes on in the morning, The Morning Jones on uh, Hardcore Radio. It's a sports show, but um, if you like me and you follow me on Twitter, then you probably already know who he is. If not, then, you know, definitely check that dude out um, every morning. I use an iPod. I use an iPhone app called Flycast to uh, play his show at work, so I can stream it. So there's no excuse not to check it out, guys. It's really good. Yes, um, it is. Follow him on Twitter at Bomani underscore Jones. Um, anyway, man, he had Don Moose Lewis on his uh, show, and I'm just gonna read some excerpts from the article. I'm sure most of y'all heard this by now, but he was saying stuff. <laughs> He was saying stuff about uh, black people playing street ball and that they'll run up in the crowd and uh, fight the crowd and they have an athletic style of play, not fundamentals. Um, so uh, I, uh, when I played ball on Saturday, uh, I was checking uh, my boy Ski, the one that looked like a lesbian. I was checking him and uh, what up Ski? Yo, fish eating. Nah, I'm just joking, man. I know What's you, up, dog? I know you're not a lesbian. Man. Anyway, uh, so uh, every time I scored on Ski, I would grab my groin and like start cursing and then run up and act like I want to fight the people on the sidelines. And anytime he scored on me, I'd just be like, wow, that was really good fundamentals. I couldn't do anything about that. But, uh... Anyway. You get arrested out there in the park cutting the food. Well, no, nah, we was in a we was in a, a gym. Actually, it was where he lived, so I I might have <laughs> got him banned from his own gym. I don't know, but uh, the I was just wondering, like, are the te- are the games for this league gonna be in black and white? Uh, I mean, because it's only gonna be all white dudes on the court, and I don't think we've seen that since like the fifties or some shit. So. They need to have the games uh, they, in they, black they, and white. When they take snap, the pictures is going to be the one the Polaroid where you snap in there and it roll out and you got the wave and it shake it for 15 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, yeah. they're going to go old school on us. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to they have nicknames like Larry the Accountant Jake James. and. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he, I don't know. I think that's whack. Um, but we'll finally get to see if Jason Whitlock is correct because... His entire premise about hating it, about disliking the NBA, is the thug culture of tattoos and cornrows. So let's see if uh, a whole bunch of white people come out to support this racist ass league. Because if Jason Whitlock was correct, then this league should be bigger than the NBA. Right? It's never going to be because, in my opinion, I'm like you. If you really have a love for basketball, you have to be colorblind because you get to the point where it doesn't matter. I look at your skills and what you can do and how you can perform. That's what I'm looking at. And when you look at it, to me, it's going to be very boring. Basically, it's a lot of people that are angry that they're not athletic. They can't jump through the roof. They can't rebound. They can't do any of these things. So they go, well, anybody that can, we reject you. And because the thing is, the thing that was funny about it was that 
They say anybody that's all the players could be white, all the coaches could be white, but you could own the team, you could be anybody. You know, it was all these other exceptions to the rules. So my thing is that if if I'm black and I can own it, why can't I be in the league? Well, I'm thinking about buying a team. Me and Derek and those guys. I've been talking to them, trying to get some support up. Oh, that'd um, be hot. Yeah, I want to get our own like the Charlotte uh, German Shepherds or. Charlotte uh, separationist or something like that and you know get some white people that I know and get them in this league and see if we can take this thing over um, the other thing um, that was kind of weird about it is like what else can this be applied to can you have like an all fat person basketball league can you have an all uh, you know that wouldn't go far well, I don't know, man. I I know I could be on the all-fat person basketball league. I'll probably, I'm definitely in the top, at least top 3% of fat people that play basketball um, when it comes to skills. They would so, have to cut the quarters down, man. People wouldn't be able to breathe. Yeah, well, I mean, I would be fine, but I think a lot of people, like I could be like the Kobe Bryant of the fat people basketball league. <laughs> so, I need to think about that. Um but yeah, this I don't know, man. That that I don't I don't think that it's about athleticism at all. I think this guy's a former boxing promoter, and I think he's just trying to stir up some racial debate so okay. that he'll have more promotion for his league. No one cares about this league. No, and they wouldn't have cared if he hadn't said anything. Yeah, and if this shit is televised, please show me the white people that's gonna go to the game, because you're gonna have a hard time at work the next day when you come in and your black coworker is like, so uh, John. Uh, did I see you at the Mississippi burning game? Uh, was that you and your son in the third row with the Confederate yeah, flag? Cause I, I, I seen you at the Macy Dixie line. Yeah, I think, game. I'm gonna, think I'm gonna skip your. Uh, think I'm gonna skip your barbecue. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, about that interview we were supposed to do. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> think I want to go to your picnic. I don't know what kind of no. nicks you gonna be picking. Um, at your picnic. Yeah, you might have watermelon out there. I don't know if I want to go. So, I don't, I, I don't know. And then the other thing I heard about this week, um, I mean, speaking of baby's fathers, um, did you hear that John Edwards admitted to being the father of that baby girl that everybody knew he was the father of? Yes. He the baby daddy. Who that is? Daddy, that's just my baby daddy. Who that is? That's just my baby daddy. Yeah, he finally admitted it, man. Um, so... What, like, the thing about this is, like, I thought it was kind of whack how he had to go on Maury, and then the lady was like, it was, you know, you the father. He was like, I'm not the father. And then the other dude was like, I am the father. And then they put the results, and Maury was like, uh, John Edwards, you are this baby's father. And then, like, Eric, the other girl started dancing. And uh, the other dude that it wasn't his baby, he started doing like the WAP and the Bobby Brown, and oh. yeah, I was like, man, these white people are setting people back. Um, so I was, I was really upset about that because I don't know, I don't like to see the Democrats get set back like that, but um, it was just a bad look for them yeah, going on Mari. And um, the other thing, man, I went to look up this story on CNN. And a fucking a video popped up. I, I'm sick of going to news sites. I'm looking for an article. That's why I'm going to your news website. And I'm trying to like browse this shit at work on the low or something. Or I'm just trying to look at it on my phone. 
and I get a video of the story. What, what's up with some words? Like, it shouldn't take me two or three tries to get to some words on the story. That's because most people are lazy. You'd be amazed how many people would rather see that video than actually read it. I, who can do that? Like, are you at work and you can just play your speakers and shit? Because I don't know what, no, most people look at this new shit probably at their jobs. They do. Nobody, nobody can just play, hit play on John Edwards' baby daddy struggles at work. Man, you're going to get fired like that. So, uh, CNN need a whole nother, it needs CNN slash video and CNN just news. Because I want just the news. I don't want this shit. And the biggest loser in this whole John Edwards thing is Kobe Bryant. Because every time I look up somebody cheating, whether it's Tiger Woods, whether it's John Edwards, whoever, there's always a link to Kobe Bryant and that picture of him and his wife at the press conference when he had to admit that he uh, cheated on her. I mean, damn, the man done played his way back in to... to to everybody's heart. Y'all still bringing that up? Yeah. He got Come puppet on. campaigns and new shoes that's so hot they setting stuff on fire. Yeah, I like them. Now, now they're already back to saying uh, that, you know, don't forget this nigga cheated. Like, we get it. He cheated on his wife. He got it. Now he takes care of his kids. Everything is fine. Can we let this man just be great? Why we got to try to bring him down all the time? So, every time somebody cheat, Kobe Bryant got to get his shit brought up. I feel bad for him. I do, too. Um, all right, let's do some uh, movies. We saw The Book of Eli. Yeah, we did. With Denzel Washington uh, playing a, a dude who gets, uh, who's trying to basically stop people from spreading, using religion for evil in a post-apocalyptic world. I don't want to give away the hook of it, but... Uh, there's been a lot of terrible, like, bad reviews of it, saying that it's just no good. Um, I like the movie. Um, I don't think it's classic or anything like that, but uh, I think it's a victim of the previews were a little too much. Because all the previews were saying stuff like, the must-see movie of the year. Yeah, they, I, you know, I always wonder, who the hell is that dude? Do y'all give that dude a hundred bucks just to say it's the movie of the year? Because everything can't be the movie of the year. It's going to be yeah. some terrible movies made. Yeah, he, uh, so anyway, they, they they say this movie was just so great, and I think maybe the previews heard it, because yeah. it's a good movie, it's a solid movie, um, I don't think it's great, but it's good, it's, yeah. it's worth watching, it's worth yes, spending it a few dollars on, yeah, it um, it's no Avatar or anything, but, no. I mean, you can't get off on Denzel, talking in Denzel voice, being a badass, cutting people up, up with a knife. And That's what makes him great. Wearing shades and just doing his cool walk. So, I mean, if you can't get down with Denzel, then that's on you, man. Um, the other movie I saw, well, actually I saw four more movies that you didn't watch with me. Um, but I'll go through them real quick because, you know, I, they don't need huge explanations. I watched Ichi the Killer. Uh, it's a movie about... It's another foreign Asian movie. Okay. And it's really just a movie about inflicting pain on people, um, the psychological effects of being bullied, and torture. That's really all it's about. Wow. It's, it's a very um, graphic movie, almost like a video game or a graphic novel where it's just over the top. Okay. And there's a lot of imagery in the movie. Like, there's parts where, like, uh, 
they do stuff like a dude gets his gets cut so bad that his face gets cut off and his face lands on the wall and like his eyes blink and then the, the face slides down the wall and leaves like a bloody streak just so it's like really visual there's a part where they like cut somebody's nipple off and like they show how they do it like it's just very graphic um, kind of a shock movie it's not great um, in my opinion but I guess there's a a niche of people that need to see really shocking, violent type movies like that. So, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think it's good, but I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. It's not for everybody. It's definitely not for everybody. Um, and it was tough to watch. I, ain't gonna, I mean, it was one of those movies where you kind of watch with one eye squinting, you know, like, oh, oh okay. I, what are they going to do to this dude now? Um, I watched another movie that was a documentary called Mr. Untouchable about uh it was about this drug dealer back in the day uh called Nicky Barnes. Uh if you've seen American Gangster, Nicky Barnes Nicky Barnes is the dude that was Cuba Gooden Jr. played. He was he was uh the one that was uh Denzel Washington's rival. Um and this movie actually made it was a documentary from his point of view and it kinda made uh Denzel Washington's character, uh Frank Lucas uh, out to be like a country boy in Alabama and didn't know any better, too flashy, and Nicky Barnes is all savvy and all this shit. But I mean, when I look at both of those guys, I just see people that use their neighborhood through drugs and abuse their own people and made the neighborhood weaker and they made the people weaker um, by ravaging them with drugs. Uh, I don't see this success story. I see people that went to prison, turned turned snitches, and then got out of prison somehow. So um I don't I don't really they tried to paint them as some sort of like Negro entrepreneur and all I saw was a dude that did a bunch of illegal dirty shit and really we don't have anything positive to show for that. So I can't really respect that. Um but uh I understand the allure of the story. Um, because it is a rag to riches story where he was a he was a drug addict that turned into the biggest drug kingpin in Harlem. So I get it, but like on the internet, sometimes you see people that really worship that type of dude and really uh you know like act like that's what being real is all about. And I don't know, man. I just think it's real destructive. Um, nah, being real is being able to sleep at night, not not where I get shot. Yeah, I just saw a bunch of pettiness. I mean, they were really concerned with money, women, drugs, cars, shit like that. I get that, but as a grown man with a college degree and, like, responsibilities, I mean, I just don't, I don't see money as a thing where it's like, you need to do whatever you can to get it, and it doesn't matter what you have to do, so I'm not into that. Um, but it was an interesting documentary. Check it out, because the movie is actually pretty tight. It's sympathetic towards Nicky Barnes a little bit but in general it does a fair job of telling his story and what happened to him. Um, I saw Big Fan with Patton Oswalt. He's a comedian. Um, it's about a guy who's a Giants fan and he's a loser and it really examines fanhood and hero worship. Um, uh, to just put it shortly, he like worships this one athlete called Quintrell Bishop on uh, his favorite team, the Giants, and 
he follows him out to a club and like the Giants are a centerpiece in his life. So he tries to meet this guy and when he does, they have a misunderstanding and Patton Oswalt gets beat up by his favorite football player. Wow. And it hurts the team because the football player gets suspended and I'm not going to ruin anything for you. That's as much as I'll tell you, but it's definitely worth the watch because it really examines like the male ego and our worship of these athletes as almost like super uh, like supermen that uh, and they're just flawed human beings like you and I but it really goes into like why are we rooting for these teams what do we want out of them why is it such a big part of our lives and what happens when you become obsessed to the point of you yeah. know, is it an escape for you or is it... For some people it is. Yeah, or, I mean, I think sports is an escape for everybody, but it's like how big of an escape is it for the normal person? That's true. Um, so I like that movie. And I tried to watch Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. I got about five, ten minutes in. I had to cut that shit off. <laughs> is it that bad? I, yeah, I, must, <laughs> I think I was just like eight. I must have just been eight when it came out because... At eight, you know, you like, ooh, Tina Turner got stockings on, and oh, oh that that movie, I haven't seen that movie in a very that's a terrible movie. Yeah, it's horrible, man. Yes, I, it is. The character first, the character Master Blaster is supposed to be this huge ass behemoth with a, a a very smart midget on his back, but if the midget is the brains of the fucking place and he's so smart, why is the midget talking broken English? Why is he saying stuff like? Me, master, he, blaster, if you're a fucking genius. That's not how genius speak. If Barack Obama got up there and addressed the nation at the State of the Union and said, like, me, president, me, want health care, everybody would have his ass stoned. So, I, that was ridiculous, man. I, I don't, it just, it insulted my intelligence. Oh, anyway, I could have warned you, baby. I'm sorry. I cut that shit off. It was ridiculous. Oh. Why they even make that movie? The first one was so the Road Warrior, whatever it was, that was so good compared to this shit. It's ridiculous. Um, all right, so uh, Atypical Sports, um, Key from Atypical Sports. Um, follow them on Twitter at at, at Atypical Sports. Um, they are. Uh, he asked a question on our Twitter because I sent out a tweet that said, "Hey, if you have any." Um, suggestions or questions or mm-hmm. subjects you want to hear us talk about on the podcast, mm-hmm. hit us up. So him and Shirley, a few people sent in some uh, questions. Okay. And Key's question was, why don't you, like me and you, argue on the podcast? And um, did you want to answer that? Or? I'm going to let you finish, you know, since, 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 they, since they want a beef, you know, we, we can have a beef, but that's as far as the beef going to go. Yeah, I don't. Uh-huh. I hope that satisfied your beefing need. Um, I mean, yeah, we don't really argue on the no, podcast, but we don't really argue in general that no. much. Um, but um, I'll have other people on the podcast from time to time. We're still trying to set everything up so that we can have some guests. And I do argue with my friends. Y'all know how much I love to debate, and I love to. Uh, Play the uh, devil's advocate. And so. it's gonna be real good for some of them characters. Yeah, we'll have shout Karen. out to everybody. <laughs> yeah, shout out to everybody because I argue with everybody. But we'll have uh, we'll have some um, guests on, and we'll have Karen play 
referee for us or something so that yeah they're gonna get me a striped shirt and a whistle dog yeah we don't want it to get too too personal but um so key yeah we do have plans on getting a little more debate into the podcast so you can uh look forward to that um hey we got a we just got a new computer i don't know if i covered this in the podcast before but i tried to install a processor in my old computer and completely fucked it up um just beyond all belief i had to throw the computer away throw the processor away um it was terrible but um we bought a new computer and i'm wondering should i get the warranty plan that they offer at best buy which is like uh like i have a year warranty on it from the manufacturer but i have to mail it in myself um and let's just say hypothetically this computer costs a thousand dollars um should I get the $150 two-year warranty or the $200 three-year warranty um, on the computer uh, with the extended Best Buy plan where I can just drive up to Best Buy, say my shit is broken and they're supposed to fix it or give me another one as opposed to the computer plan uh, through their warranty where I actually have to mail it in myself, pay for shipping one way and they pay for shipping back. Um, I'm just leaving that th- that question up to y'all. Um, you know, respond back either through Twitter at because I'm at Rodimus Prime or Karen who's at Y zero zero two two seven, or you can hit us up on the email the Black Guy Who Tips at Gmail dot com. Um, hit us up and let let us know what you think about that because I don't know much about these warranties, but I know they're tricking me somehow. Yeah, and. I want to know if it's worth it. My brother used to work for Best Buy, so maybe I'll ask him. But, you know, if you guys know anything about that, please hit us up and let me know. Um, the other thing, um, you know, at the Christmas exchange for Wing Night, I won uh, some uh, some a bottle of rum. Mm-hmm. And I've been planning on drinking that rum since I won it, but I was taking my time. So I went down Matt Maddie's... Uh, this Saturday, because mm-hmm. they were going to be drinking all day, and I brought my rum down there, and you know, Dave Kilimanjaro, he's the one who bought the rum, mm-hmm. and I'm, I won it in the gift exchange. Why did he drop my rum and spill it, and I ain't getting none? Wow. Yeah, he always dropping shit. You got the drops, these? Yeah. He got worse hands than Braylon Edwards. Like, he always dropping beer. No, he always says he's been doing good. He does not. He does not do good. He never is doing good. He he's he says he'll drop something and then he'll go. I was first time I dropped something in six years, but it's really been like six months. Remember we went out. We went out for his birthday with his uh, with his new girlfriend. Uh-huh. He spilled something on her that night, and he had just Aww. been talking about. I, I haven't spilled anything in years. He spilled something on her. So, we're doing a sake bomb. Yeah, Dave, you owe me a fucking drink or something, man. I don't, I don't know how we're going to rectify this, but I was looking forward to drinking that rum, and now I'm never going to get it, thanks to you. But, ah, uh, damn. Anyway, uh, my man Withers wrote an email and said he wanted the circus is in town, mm-hmm. and he wanted us to talk about that. I really don't have much to say about that. You got anything to say? 
talking about the ringing brothers in the bottom of the belly circus? I guess. I don't know what circus is. Uh, I don't follow the circus. Oh, yeah, it is in town, but not. we don't have any kids, so it's not too much you can say about it. Uh, all I can say is it's coming to a city near you. Did you take uh, Layla to see it, to the circus? Uh, no, but uh, she, I think she's been, I don't know if she's been before or not, but if not, we will go. And I will, we'll go if uh, she had been, me, her, and your mom, and I report all about the circus to you with us. All right. So, sorry with us. I don't have much to say I'm about sorry. the circus, man. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Ask a better question next podcast. Um, Shirley Wong uh, asked um, on the uh, Twitter, she asked us, um, who do y'all think were the most underrated and overrated actors, male or female, of the decade? You uh, got any guesses? Because I've been thinking about this, and I got I got two so far. Go ahead with you. Okay, you want you want to think while I'm working on my art. My most overrated goes to Will Smith. Um, I like Will Smith, and I do think he can act, but he's been in some shitty movies on the low, and I, I, I think people don't realize it just because he's such a good person and you want to like him. But all his fucking movies are about how he is the greatest person ever to walk the planet. I. In 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 the movie uh, I Am Legend, that was a terrible movie. He's the he's the last chance on Earth. He's the last man alive, and he has to save everybody. And he sacrifices himself at the end so that everyone can live, can be cured of the disease, because he's the greatest person ever. Um, in the movie, uh, I think it was Seven Pounds or some shit like that. I, see that I saw it. He gives all his fucking organs away to a bunch of needy people. Because he accidentally killed his wife because he was texting on his Blackberry while they were driving on the highway. And the only, the movie is boring as shit. Um, nothing happens until like the last minute and you already know what's going to happen. It's foreshadowed. And the whole thing is about how he is the greatest person ever to exist. He killed some people by accident. So now he's going to kill himself and give his, his organs away to people. It's... That's ridiculous. So, uh, and Hancock, he's supposed to be this degenerate superhero alcoholic. He's a bad dude for about 40 minutes of the movie. And then at the end, he sacrifices his own love for his his real wife and moves across the nation to be a superhero for all of us. So, all his movies are about how he's the greatest person ever. And those are three shitty movies I just named. So... You know, I can't. I think I'd say he's overrated right now. Uh, when I see him popping up on the screen, I don't get as excited to go see his movies anymore. I used to be like, "Oh shit, Will Smith!" Now I'm just like, "Okay, how are you gonna be the greatest person of all time in this movie?" Um, I like his old movies though. And then um, the, a person I thought the most underrated is Clarence Williams the third. Um, he's a dude that played. Uh, Bumpy Johnson and American Gangster, and I love Clarence Williams III. I think he is one of the most underrated actors of all time. Uh, he brings everybody's acting up a notch when he's on the screen, and he's such an old school actor. He was the dude who played Samson and uh, and uh, and Half Baked. Um, he was also the dude that that played uh, Lawrence Fishburne's mentor. And uh, and uh, 
the, the movie with the 187 for on the undercover cop for the um, soundtrack, um, Deep Cover. And he was like, you shot my brother. You shot my brother. <laughs> that, dude, that dude is fucking awesome. He only gets like bit parts in all these movies. But he's always the best actor on the screen when he's on there. So, Clarence William III, man, I love you, dog. Shout out. Every time you in a movie, you fucking kill it. Even the terrible movies. Uh, all, all of them off the hook. So, even Tales from the Hood. When he was like, oh, you want the shit? Oh, the shit. Like, he killed that movie. So, Ter- Clarence William III is my most underrated. You uh, finished thinking over there? Yeah. And I, okay. I'ma see what I'm. My. This is what I came up with. My overrated. I'm gonna say is Terrence. Um, the dude that played on. Um, Terrence Howard. Yeah. Yeah, he um, is overrated. The reason why I say he's. Overrated is because he played these roles and he was got his recognition. Then all of a sudden he wanted to get paid, and that's okay. But I didn't know you told me this. You said in Iron Man, the first Iron Man, he got paid more than the star. He got paid more than Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he got paid the most in the movie. So how are you gonna get paid more than actual Iron Man? Like that makes no sense to me. And then some of the movies he played in, some of them lately have not been that great a movie. They have not been Oscar warranted or movies. So to me, that's why I said. Yeah, I think he's overrated. I think Hustle and Flow really yeah. got a lot of critical acclaim. And I think more so because of the song and all that shit. But um, he tried to come out with his own album after that. A lot of people don't know that. It was fucking terrible. Um, but he definitely got, like, something went to his head where he thought people were all about him, and he thought just playing the angry, light-skinned dude in all the movies I was, was going to solve the yeah, problem. Yeah, like, like, that wasn't his typecasting or whatever, but, um, yeah, I agree with that. Who's your, um, underrated? Um, to me, I, it's kind of a mix, but... It can even be male or female? Yeah, male or female. Okay. Um. What? That one is, is a little, little tougher for me to answer right now. Okay, you can. Um, I know I'll spray that on you on the fly, so you can't think of one that's fine. Okay, I'll be back at you next week. Alright, um. A couple more random topics, then we're gonna be up out of here. Um. What? I think black people that have white friends, we should all take it upon ourselves to give them a racism forecast. Because I think a lot of times white people are oblivious to, you know, when racial shit is popping off in their city or in their area. And I'm not saying you need to get all self-righteous and tell them about themselves. I'm saying you need to help them out so you can be like, hey man, um, be careful what you say to black people this morning because... Um, uh, because uh, Rush Limbaugh went on the radio and called Obama a uh, 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 magic Negro. So be careful today. You know, don't make too many uh, race jokes or whatever at work. You know, just like let them know. You know, outside if it's gonna be warm, 
racially or if it's gonna be cold and you can get away with more oh yeah yeah because we sometimes have a feel on what's popping off and what's cracking and they really might be oblivious and vice versa you know yeah. on us let, let, hey let hey let us know you know somebody done said something crazy and i might need, need to yeah. stay away off of uh myers park you know let let me know because when when kanye west comes on stage and yanks the mic from a young unsuspected white girl like Taylor Swift, I would like to get a text that says, hey man, you might not want to bump uh, graduation so loud when you pull into the parking lot tomorrow, because somebody might take offense to it. That's true. Um, So, definitely want that. Uh, The other thing, during the NFL games this weekend, uh, they had a play from the Wildcat where they got like 60 yards on it. And everybody's been doing the Wildcat this year. Every every team seems to have some sort of version of the Wildcat. And it made me think that the Wildcat offense is like the auto-tunes of the NFL. Because <laughs> so, uh, so much of the of the music today has been done in auto-tunes, even when it doesn't need to be. Yeah, you just need to just sing it. Yes. Yeah, you got regular people that make regular raps, and then they auto-tune the regular rap. Why? Like, and then you got dudes that can make a song. If they had any type of singing talent, they would be able to just sing that song. But then they have to auto-tune it anyway. So I'm thinking that auto-tunes is just is the same as the Wildcat. Well, you got teams that don't even need to use it. Like, it just it's like a magical offense that works if you believe in it. Like, all you got to do is wish on it if all the team... If y'all all believe in it, then you'll get five yards on the next running play. And you can't convince me that you couldn't just run it up the middle anyway. Say that again. So, and then the last thing, uh, if you don't have Bojangles in your area of the world, I feel sorry for you. got him on the need to get to have Bojangles. Yeah, I don't think a lot of these people got Bojangles. Oh, so. they don't know what y'all missing. Um, I feel bad for y'all. I know y'all getting the podcast all the way in like Australia and shit and on the West Coast. I appreciate everybody downloading it, showing us love. Yeah, well, but, thank um, you. The one thing you don't miss about Bojangles is if you get to Bojangles after 9.15, it, it's like rolling the dice. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to You don't know, dude, you go into a hostage negotiation in the driveway, yeah, drive-through, yeah. about uh, what they have left and what you can get. Uh, you pull up, like, okay, you you be, you, you're the person that's going to order Bojangles. I'm going to work at Bojangles. Go ahead. Uh, yes, I would like the eight-piece uh, tailgate meal. We ain't got no legs. Y'all ain't got no legs. Mm-mm. We ain't got no legs. You want um uh, two extra biscuits, um, or you want um three wings? Um, can you substitute some thighs? Uh, hold on, let me check. We got some thighs. We don't got no thighs. Um, um guess make them all breast then. Okay, you can have uh two breasts. You can't have you can't have four. Like you would have got four legs. You can have uh six breasts. Oh, okay. Can I? Can my size be uh macaroni and cheese and uh fries? We got a macaroni and cheese. Um, you want some? We got what? We got a macaroni and cheese. We got fries. You got some fries. You want anything y'all, else? Y'all got dirty rice. We got a, look. We got uh, we got green beans. We got uh, corn. 
And we got fries. You can pick one of them three. Okay, give me corn and, and for my drink, um, can I have uh, tea? We got water and we got pink lemonade. That's all we got. I, I guess it'll be pink lemonade. Okay, and we ain't got no biscuits. We out of biscuits. So we gonna put some uh we gonna put some legs in there. Uh, I guess I can deal with that. Oh, so okay. you want legs instead of biscuits? Yes. I fooled you. We don't got legs, remember? <laughs> That's what you wanted in the beginning. You <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Y'all gonna make me pull off from this Bojangles. Man, that's that's how Bojangles oh, is. Yes. It's, so, it's always so hood. Oh, we love it though, but yeah, uh, it's after, delicious. Yeah, but... after a certain time, yeah, you negotiate what piece of chicken you gonna get. Yeah. So, all right, guys, that's it for this podcast. I hope you like this format. It, you know, give us feedback. Let us know. Um, we'll keep keeping it random, or you know, we'll do some more theme podcasts like the one on the NBA. Um, so that's it for now. You got anything else? Nah, I just want to tell everybody that we thank you for supporting us, y'all. Yeah, thank you for downloading it. Um, get search on iTunes, The Black Guy Who Tips. Uh, our podcast will come up on iTunes or, you know, check us out on Podomatic. Or just hit us up on Twitter, man, at Rodimus Prime or at... At Y00227 and Y is in the letter Y. Alright, so you want to you get in a quick argument? No. What you want to talk about food? Nah, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Man, we out.